If parenthood came with a GPS, it would most likely just say recalculating. Join Yulandi Becker and her guest experts Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for Bump and Beyond, the show about pregnancy and babies. 101.9 megahertz of life. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is me, Yulandi Becker, and you're listening to Bump and Beyond, the show all about parenting. And I haven't been live in studio for a while, so I'm very sure today I'm going to make it worth your while. I've been away, so I might have to make my guests speak a, a lot more because I came back to the cold. And now I have a cold. So if I have a little bit of a scratchy voice today, my apologies. But as I mentioned, I have been traveling and to be honest, it was a wonderful experience because as I said, I had the blessed privilege to be able to go to Europe. As you all know, my husband is German. So I think that's my lucky pass to go there. But um, it was fantastic to have warmer weather and, more importantly, to spend time with my family. It's honestly one of the first holidays I've had where I, when we started our school on Monday, yes, we started school on Monday. My kids are in the German school. We don't start school on a Tuesday. We started on a Monday because that's when the week starts. <laughs> So um when we started school on Monday I have to say I was quite keen for the holiday to be longer um just because I was enjoying sleeping in I don't know about you but the darkness and the cold in winter is not something I enjoy I struggle to get up in the morning so I might also be a little bit sleepy while I'm sitting here so scratchy and sleepy is what it's like so if you've been away during the holiday please do share with me a little bit um about your experience where you've been maybe you traveled to Israel maybe you traveled to Europe maybe you didn't maybe you stayed here maybe you stayed at home tell me what you did as always I would love to hear from you you can course phone me on 010-140-3020. You can send us a telegram on 061-895-1019 or you can SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 1.50 per SMS. So that's the one part of that I'm super relaxed now and super chilled. <laughs> But another thing that I've realized while being on holiday is Of course, I mean, there's lots of things that I realized and appreciated about South Africa while I was gone. Of course, the beauty of our country, the landscape, the sunsets, the weather. But we are also very much, as you all know, a very diverse group of people. And that's one thing that I very much realize, especially in our language development. Um I, I, I mean, we, as you all know, in my household, we speak three languages and I always thought that was quite special, <laughs> but of course, uh, reality, thinking about it in a proper way, I realized it's not such a special thing because, um, yes, uh, lots of lang um, families in South Africa actually speak multiple languages in the household. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. 
This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. If you've just joined me, you are on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond. See, that's how long I've been gone. This is Bump and Beyond with me, Yolandi Becker. And as always, I am very excited to chat with you today and about a very personal topic um, and that I think relates to a lot of South Africans. As I mentioned before the break, if you've just joined us, I was away in Europe over the holiday and I've realized that speaking the language of the country is quite normal. But what's very abnormal in South Africa is that we actually have obviously multiple languages. We have 11 official languages. Um, and I, I'm in one of those households. I mean, unfortunately now I did not learn an African language. I mean, Afrikaans, I think you must consider as an Af- uh, African language, even though the origins are European. Um, it started here in South Africa. So I'm, I'm assuming it's an African language. But um, I can't speak Zulu or Koza or anything like that. But lots of households are like that, where the mom is Setswana, the father is Zulu, the kids speak English in school. So multilingual families is a very South African thing, and this is not the norm in every country. Most Germans speak German, and they learn English in school. Most Spanish people learn Spanish, um, and they don't speak. And you can see that especially with older generations. I think it's changing because we're living in a global world that people are more keen, especially to learn um, English. But that's exactly what my discussion is about today and is about raising kids multilingual because this is a reality for a lot of us. Like I said, I was impressed with my three languages of my kids at home. Um, even my guest made it less impressive, I have to say. But um, before my kids were born, it was a very big discussion of what language are we going to speak? Because my husband speaks German, I spoke Afrikaans, we spoke English to each other. And it was very big concern for me is what language do you speak? Because, you know, we all also grow up with mother tongue. So is Afrikaans supposed to be the most important thing? In the all honesty, this is not how it turned out, even though I did a lot of research about it. So I um, looked at it. And in the end of the day, the more languages your child is actually exposed to as a baby, the higher their chances of learning the language later in life or learning multiple languages later in life. So we made the choice. I spoke to the kids Afrikaans. My husband spoke to them in German. And then we sent them to a kindergarten that was English. I'll be elaborating on that a little bit more because I think that might have been the wrong idea for our long-term plan. But they speak really good English. They speak really good German. Their Afrikaans is actually the one that's not so great at this point. But it's also because of the exposure. And But they still, they understand it. When my parents speak to them in Afrikaans, they understand what's going on. And it is fantastic to see that and how they've grown and how they've created. But 
I'm not the only expert because I do feel I'm a slight expert in this field. Um, but that's why I always get in the experts. And that's why my guest is here today. So my guest today is Mr. Manuel Haas. He is the principal of the German school year in Pretoria. He's also a father of four. And like I mentioned, he is also from a multilingual family. His wife is Polish. So we, again, we don't speak African languages, but we can relate in the end of the day. So thank you for joining me, Manuel. <laughs> Good morning. Yes. So um, let's start the conversation. So you also have a multilingual family. Yes. Um, and, but you're even better than me. My German still needs a bit of work. But you said you're fluent in Polish. Yes, uh, that's right. Um, but not uh, from origin. Um, uh, when my wife and me uh, met, uh, I learned Polish. My wife learned German. And uh, this helped us a lot, a mm. lot uh, to speak with each other and uh, so uh, yes our family is multilingual and uh, my children are speaking fluently Polish and German and uh, they can communicate with us parents with grandparents uh, in every language okay did, and but your kids also learned English in school and yes. the English is okay or or you um, don't care about yes, English uh, <laughs> the English of my children is much better than my Myself, <laughs> and um, let me say, um, my children had a great opportunity to learn uh, other languages. Um, in we lived a few years in Poland, uh, they learned uh, English and uh, Spanish there. Then we moved uh, to Germany, and uh, they learned uh, when we lived in Germany uh, additional Latin and uh, French. Uh, so my uh, older son speaks now four five five languages. Oh, that is so impressive. And I mean, that's what I was saying. And I mean, even just um, our gardener, for instance, and people or friends of mine, lots of my friends speak all 11 languages uh, in South Africa. And I'm always so impressed by how they can do this. And it is an impressive skill to have. And do you think that the multilingualism, because again, also my son is now learning French in school and I feel he is, his pronunciation sound, I mean, I don't know French, what French pronunciation does yes. to sound like, but it sounds really good yes. and he's learning it so easily. Yes. And I think it has to do with the fact that he has been exposed to many languages already. The fact is, uh, if you speak uh, two or three languages fluently, uh, you can learn more and more uh, better uh, additional languages and uh, as more languages you speak as more you can learn mm. uh, and you this. what did you before Polish did you just grow up with uh, German yes. uh, I grew up uh, in Germany uh, my first language was Latin ah. uh, I'm not speaking uh, Latin uh, because there's no one to speak not, to <laughs> yes uh, that's right uh, then uh, I started in grade 7 uh, in the old system in Germany uh, I started English and uh, then French uh, so we had three languages yeah. uh, in school, and uh, then as a student, uh, I learned uh, uh, Polish, uh, Spanish, and uh, a little bit Swedish. And uh, so that's also uh, it's so going again, on. Yes, <laughs> I mean again, I was like you're impressed yeah. by my three, yes. um, but yeah, okay. So I'm in the the minority. I'm no longer the expert in this discussion. Clearly. No, no. <laughs> But um, it was a big worry for me, I have to say, when my kids were um, starting to speak. 
Because I was afraid that now, and lots of people tell you that, that you're going to confuse. And I mean, I also have friends who, who speak, um, they're both Zulu and they speak English to their child because they wanted their children to speak proper English. And, uh, which is also fair enough. I think for, as a parent, it's your choice what you're doing. But for me, it was just, it's a lost opportunity. And I was, uh, lots of people told me, oh, your kids are going to be confused because it's too many different languages. And in all honesty, I'm always surprised how quickly my children can switch between the languages without even thinking about it. Yes, uh, that's true um, because uh, children can orientate of themselves uh, to which person uh, is connected to the language. Yeah. Uh, for example, um, if the mother speaks uh, uh, German or, or another uh, language, um, the child orientates uh, directly to the mother uh, and to the mother's language. Uh, also, if the uh, father uh, speaks a different language, uh, the child orientates uh, themselves uh, itself to the father. Uh, so what is very important, uh, the child has to be in, to, to find orientation mm. and uh, to direct the language uh, to the caretaker. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, the question. Uh, the parents uh, should not uh, change uh, the languages if the parents are changing, the child is also changing. changing. No. Yes. Yeah. And uh, for example, in the family of my wife, uh, we had a special case. Uh, um, her uh, cousin uh, is Polish. Uh, she met uh, a friend in Ital Italy. Mm. Uh, they spoke each other in Italian. Uh, the friend is English. And uh, they are now living in Germany. No, we'll Polish, wrap up on English. this conversation just now. Yeah. Sorry, because we have to. Craig, bothering us while we're speaking. Um, go to an ad break. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies. 101.9 megahertz of life. If you've just joined me, you are on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond, and we are talking parenting. And in all honesty, I think more often than not, when we think of language development, sometimes I think we miss the mark on it. Um, what I mean by that is, is that um, we think it's a later thing to worry about because, oh, my kids are going to learn English in school. My kids are going to learn another language in school or whatever. And so, and the reality is, is that I think we can make a huge big difference, especially with the unique diversity that we have in South Africa to expose our kids to multiple languages. And that's why, if you've just joined me, I am speaking to Mr. Manuel Haas, the principal of the German school in Pretoria today, father of four kids, and also part of a very good multilingual family. I've now heard that they all can speak too many languages. <laughs> it's very impressive. But um, you were telling us that you have a unique situation with a family member that can speak multiple languages before we got interrupted. So please do elaborate on this unique situation. Yes, uh, this unique uh, situation was, uh, it's in the family of my wife uh, coming from Poland, uh, uh, cousin moved to Italy and met an e Englishman and uh, they spoke uh, with each other uh, in Italian and uh, they came both to Germany 
and are now are living in Germany. <laughs> so the question is, uh, how are the children raised? Yes. In which language? Uh, Italian, Polish. Uh, the English uh, doesn't uh, speak Polish. Yeah. Uh, uh, his wife uh, doesn't uh, speak very well English. Yeah. They are communicating in Italian, but for both it's a foreign language. And now they are living in Germany. <laughs> This is challenging. Yes, that um, is an interesting situation. It's possible. It's really possible. Oh. And uh, the children can communicate in every language. That's amazing. Able. Yes. For the children, it's a possibility uh, for life. Yeah. And I, I really think that, I mean, I have to agree. I And I, again... Sometimes you have to go somewhere else to realize the what you have. Um, and I really, it was one of those situations where I've realized what a privilege it is. And also, again, also with the German school, because we do have a lot of exposure in the German school. But before we get to that whole discussion, why would we want our children to be multilingual? Yes, uh, you see, uh, we live in a globalized world. Uh, this is uh, the main issue. Uh, we also see it in Germany, mm. uh, this uh, question. Um, everyone is needed uh, to speak more than one language. Uh, also, we have uh, in Germany, for example, we have immigrants and uh, they are bringing with them uh, their own languages, Turkish, for example, mm. Arabian, uh, for example. Uh, we need to understand, to speak, to communicate yeah. with each other And um, so it's an uh, economy question, but it's also a question of uh, career. Yeah. But it's also a personal matter uh, for a society uh, to communicate and to uh, be able to understand uh, each other. Uh, also, if you speak one language, um, you are able to think in this language, and it's a cultural matter. Yeah. And uh, if you speak different languages, you have also different cultures. And uh, so you are able to uh, understand the other cultures. Yeah, I, I honestly have to say, and I mean, for me, that's again in our diverse. I, I can see it. For instance, my mother can also speak Setswana, which is yeah. unfortunately I didn't go in her direction with that, but she can speak Setswana, and I feel that it's really opened up her thinking yes. as well to be exposed to different cultures and different people in that way within our very diverse spectrum of South Africa as well. So I definitely agree with all those points. Um, and the benefits then of raising our children um, multilingual is exactly that what you were saying is that it is exposing them to different cultures, but also because the reality is, is that we're not anymore just in South Africa. How many people do we all know that's all over the world? And of course we want to also create those opportunities for our children. That's what the important part is. But when is a, again, now a good time, because this is now a, a discussion that I have to have, is that, as I mentioned before, me, my husband, um, he spoke German, I spoke Afrikaans when my children were small, and we made the choice to send them to an English kindergarten. Um, the German school actually has a kindergarten as well. And I have to say now, my kids are now 9 and 11, looking back, I feel I actually should have put them in kindergarten already in the German school. Not because their German are bad, is bad. See, my English is also bad. <laughs> But because I think, because they're learning now in German, it would have given them a little bit of advantage. Not that I think they're at a disadvantage completely. But when do you think is a good time to start multiple languages? 
Uh, in my opinion, uh, as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because uh, a child learns uh, a very simple uh, language. Uh, it's uh, only a kind of uh, to be used no. to use uh, the, uh, the language. Um, if you are um, an older a child or um, uh, in grade seven, eight, nine, it's more difficult because uh, it's abstract matter to learn a, a language. I know I'd that. Learn... I had to learn German as an adult. It was yes, very uh, difficult. This is difficult <laughs> because you are not used no. uh, to to use uh, the language. And a child uh, is very, uh, It's for the child, it's very easy mm. uh, to understand sentences, sense of something and use. And uh, children are using uh, very often uh, the foreign languages. Uh, if you uh, see uh, the children are, uh, are playing, for example, mm. they are using the language. Older ones don't use it. No. They are sitting in their lessons and uh, if the lesson is finished, they are going out and using uh, their uh, home language, yeah. uh, their mother language. Um, so uh, what is one most important uh, use the language and have fun with the language and uh, also the, the need to to use the language. Uh, children have this possibility. The older ones uh, have some difficulties with it. Hmm. So as soon as possible, uh, learning more than one foreign language. One language. It's really great. I, I have to say I have to agree. Um, but if you've just joined us, you are on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond, and I'm your host, Yolande Becker. And I am speaking to my expert on multilingual families and multicultural families, to be now exact. Um, Mr. Manuel has, he's the principal of DSP, uh, the German school in Pretoria, the international Deutsche Schule in Pretoria, and also father of four boys. So also a whole different, I might have to get him as an expert on other topics as well. Um, and we're talking about raising multilingual children, which, uh, as I mentioned before, is a reality for most families in South Africa. Um, we are multilingual people because we have 11 official languages. So it's very, very kind of normal to have many languages. But in the end of the day, which is now interesting, which now brings me a little bit to the German school as well, is that, I mean, we have in the German school parents who learn, whose kids are in the German school, in the German branch, but they have never learned German. Their kids kind of start at four Schule with German and they are managing very well. So is it possible, even if you're not multilingual, like parents, so if you're two Afrikaans parents or two Zulu parents or whatever, is it possible for your child to be multilingual and to go to the German school for instance? Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, the one issue, uh, what you have to do as a parent is uh, to give a positive attitude mm. uh, to a learning foreign language, not only uh, German, uh, also, for example, what we are teaching uh, French or, yes. or Afrikaans. Um, it's definitely possible, and uh, we had uh, examples uh, from children uh, without uh, any uh, German language at home, and uh, they are now fluently speaking uh, German. I've and also seen it. It's possible. Yes, <laughs> yes it's uh, really possible. Uh, some of them uh, are now working or living mm. in Germany, um, and it's really fantastic to see 
uh, what is really possible. No. Uh, what we also have uh, is uh, a lot of parents uh, which want to learn also with their children for the language. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, implemented uh, also language courses uh, for the parents. And uh, this also helps yes. uh, for the children because the children can see, uh, oh, my parents are also interested in the language. And I always say that you shouldn't, you should practice what you preach. See, yes. I always, this yes. is part of my motto for the show. So yes. well done for adding to that. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. how many languages do you think a child can learn? Is there like a cap? So you say, okay, now we have 10 or is there science or research on that? How many? Language um, is a child yes, can learn. Yes. Uh, in our curriculum, uh, in, in our school, for example, we have three languages. Okay. Um, um, I assume uh, life is not only languages. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in school, we have a lot of subjects. No. We have also to do music, uh, uh, natural sciences. Uh, we have uh, also mathematics, physics, uh, Biology, uh, life science, and mm. so on, and so on. And um, in this case, uh, a child has a lot mm. of uh, things to do yeah. in school. Um, one, two, three languages. This is affordable. Yeah. But uh, the rest will come in the rest of the life. <laughs> yeah, as you are a great example of. Um, but it is definitely, there is research that shows, and we all know this, or lots of people know this, is that if you open up your brain to multiple languages at a young age, the chances of you being able to learn a new language is a lot easier later in life, for sure. So it is... There's multiple benefits to having a multilingual. And it also, I mean, you now say a child only has three languages. and But in the end of the day, I feel that any language development, it helps with your cognitive kind of brain development, which in turn helps for other subjects as well and yes. the understanding of other subjects. So I do think it's a multifaceted you know, nothing is in isolation. No subject is by its own. This is a modern day type of learning. <laughs> yes, uh, that's right. Uh, what we also uh, do in our school is uh, in the German uh, branch, uh, where all subjects are taught in uh, German. Um, for the foreign language learners, uh, we implement uh, for special subjects uh, the vocabulary, grammar, and uh, uh, the living in the subject. For example, in physics, how to how to solve problems uh, in physics in German. Yes. Uh, this is one of our main topics, what we are doing. And it is important because most yes. scientific journals are actually published yeah. in German, yeah. not in English, yeah. surprisingly, lots in German. So another reason to also learn German, maybe. <laughs> in other way, uh, in Germany, we have uh, some universities uh, which are teaching now in English. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we are also in Germany changing. Ah, uh, I see. Lots uh, of the world is changing because yes. we are becoming a global environment, and we need to be able to prepare our children. And I think that's kind of the main message that I want all of you to take away from this discussion is the fact that the whole idea of wanting to create multilingual children is to 
enable your child. And whether or not it's now, I am talking from a German perspective here and Afrikaans and English because that's obviously my normal. But the reality again is that lots of families are multilingual. Most families in South Africa are multilingual families. And we should take advantage of that fact because it does give us a head start in certain ways to be able to speak multiple languages and help our children to be yeah, ready for the global world we are living in. So even if your child, because that was also lots of people then, oh, why, oh, please don't crucify me now for this. I know more than five people speak or 15 people speak Afrikaans, but lots of people then say, why teach my child Afrikaans? Why teach my child when they're only speaking Afrikaans in South Africa or Zulu in South Africa? But you're preparing your child's brain already for language development if you are exposing them to lots of languages. Would you say, though, that, and again, this is now coming back to my thinking of my own children, do you think, though, that you should treat one language, should there be a mother language? Because in our household, there's no real mother tongue, I feel. It's more like a father tongue. In ours. But is there one language that should be more important than another? You see, uh, it depends on the environment where you are living. Um, if you as a child are living uh, in a special uh, background, uh, you have a mother language, mm. and you are using uh, this uh, mother language. But uh, as an adult, uh, maybe you are changing uh, your country, or maybe... Uh, I used to speak mostly Afrikaans when I'm a child. Now I speak mostly English. Yes. So um, maybe the so-called uh, mother language exists, but you are also uh, are more and more familiar with the uh, other language where you are living. Yes. And so you accommodate uh, to this uh, new language yes. uh, and uh, you implement in your personality of uh, this language. Yes. And this helps a lot and uh, then you, you can't speak about uh, this is my mother language, so this is not my mother language. Uh, it's part of your personality. No. Um, do you find, especially now from a school perspective, that the kids um, mix their languages a lot? No. Uh, they mix um, the younger ones mm. uh, um, doesn't mix uh, so much uh, because uh, they can uh, see a difference uh, between uh, the family uh, language, mother language and uh, the school the language. language. Uh, the older ones, uh, they have uh, some problems uh, to uh, translate, uh, to transfer uh, some expressions or uh, some backgrounds from one language to the other. Uh, so they have uh, uh, to learn how to manage, manage that. Uh, that yes. We're going to talk a lot more and it's always like this. I'm running out of time too quickly and I don't like it. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker. The show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. If you're just joining me, welcome, but don't worry. Um, as I wanted to say earlier already, if you've got some stories about multilingual, I mean, we all have multilingual uh, families, most of us in South Africa, as I mentioned before. Please do join in the conversation by sending us a telegram on 061-895-1019 or sending us an SMS on 34519. 
SMSs are charged at one rand fifty. Yes, we have been talking about raising children in multilingual societies, um, or rather raising children multilingual, because it's a reality that we have in South Africa, and we should take advantage of this. I think it's a fantastic thing to expose our children to different languages because it gives them the opportunity to learn more languages in later life as well because we live in a global world. And I am chatting with Mr. Manuel Haas. I want to say hair Haas the whole time (laughs) 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 because that's how I know him. But Manuel is joining me today. Um, He's the principal at the German school in Pretoria. Um, And he also is part of a multilingual family. And we've been talking a lot. So if you've missed this, don't worry. This will be, of course, as all my other shows, available as a podcast. So you can go and listen to this over and over and over again and make sure that you take advantage of the multi-languages. But, Manuel, you've now mentioned already a couple of things about the German school that also makes it pretty unique. And I do have to say, obviously, I'm a little biased, I have to say, because my kids obviously go to this school. Um, But it is a wonderful environment because I do think that our kids are exposed to multiple different diversities, which I think is a norm in South Africa as well, but in a different way as well, because it's a European and African mix in our school. And you've already mentioned that the school has the English branch and the German branch. So you can go completely do your German, for those of you who don't know, completely do your German metric in essence, but you can also do a South African metric, but with a German advantage, of course, as well, which is fantastic, which again, all these things are creating opportunities for our children. And that's what for me, this discussion is all about is creating opportunities for our children for the future, because that's what privilege is, is choice. The more choices you have, (laughs) the more privilege you have. So how does the school, for instance, and I mean, there's lots of schools in South Africa who also have multiple languages, but how does the school actually encourage multiple languages? Yes, uh, first, uh, the first uh, question is, uh, in our school, we have uh, our languages in the program. Uh, so uh, every uh, student in our school is uh, uh, afforded to, to uh, choose uh, these uh, languages. Uh, we have, as you mentioned, uh, two branches, uh, the German branch and the English branch, but this doesn't mean uh, that everything is uh, only uh, in English or everything is only in German, um, because in the German branch, it's also a mixed uh, uh, combined uh, program. Uh, we are also doing in the German branch, the German Abitur and uh, the German NSC. And uh, this means... Uh, English as a mother language is taught in the German branch. So uh, every child uh, in the German branch uh, has two mother languages. Also, if you are coming from Germany and uh, you have no knowledge, we are developing the English. English, Uh, In the English branch, it's vice versa. Mm. Uh, We have uh, kids, uh, some kids are learning uh, English as a second language, uh, but also uh, we are teaching uh, German as a foreign language in the English branch. And uh, this, uh, Engl- uh, this German uh, uh, ends up with a, a Deutsche Sprachdiplom, a German language certificate. Um, and this in combination of uh, real uh, NSC 
plus uh, this certificate also allows, for example, studies in uh, Europe, uh, the direct uh, uh, entrance uh, to studies uh, where you want uh, and I mean, that's exactly what I was talking about, about creating those opportunities for our children. And that's the, it sounds like, oh, we're talking about multilingual families and whatever. But the reality is, is that you're opening doors for your child to have opportunity. And it doesn't mean I'm asking everyone to leave South Africa, but it gives them the choice of what they want to do. Because the reality is we're living in a global society and we need to create opportunities for our children. And this is just another opportunity to yeah. do that. And I have to say the school really has, I mean, I'm always amazed at how the different languages, the different cultures kind of come together in this giant melting pot of niceness. I mean, there's definitely a German side to it. Um, and we celebrate the German things as well, Oktoberfest and all those things. And it's wonderful. Um, by the way, it's coming up in September. <laughs> um, to come and join and come check out our school, for co of course, as well. But um, what if the parents don't speak German? Um, can their kids still be taught? I mean, I think we've already answered this question because I know as well there's a couple of kids in Oscar's class who definitely, the parents don't speak any German. Um, they've never been exposed to German, and their kids have been doing fantastic in the school. That is quite a common thing at the German school, isn't it? Yes, uh, that's right. Uh, what we also want to do is uh, uh, to implement a cultural thing. Mm. Uh, this means um, not only German, also uh, the German school is part of uh, South Africa. Uh, and so we want to integrate in uh, South Africa society. Uh, what we are doing is uh, to integrate uh, these parents uh, with no uh, German background uh, to be, be part of uh, our school and uh, to make a whole community. This is one of our efforts, uh, what we want to reach. And um, I think uh, the possibilities are uh, relative. No. Um, also, uh, on that note, because now I mentioned also that my kids went to uh, English kindergarten. They didn't. But what age do, do you start or can you start at the German school, for instance, to learn for German? Um, you can start uh, at three months. Oh, great. Uh, we have <laughs> so there is a small crash. <laughs> uh, we have a crash and uh, then uh, you can go forward uh, to the kindergarten. Uh, we really start uh, also in the crash uh, with a German language. Yes. And uh, doing uh, them, uh, some things. And uh, then kindergarten. Of, uh, okay. And uh, then you are going to the Vorschule, preschool and uh, uh, primary school. And then you have all what you need uh, in grade five yeah. to go forward also in the German branch. Great. Um, we're going to have to wrap up just now because very fast I'm reaching the end of my show and it's been a good one, but let's chat more about it just now. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. And just like that, another show is coming to an end. If you've missed it, don't worry. Like all of our shows on HiFM, this will be available as a podcast on HiFM.com. So you can go listen to this and other podcasts on our website um, to yeah, verse yourself on 
wanting to raise your child and encouraging your child to be multilingual in our wonderful diverse country. Um, I have been speaking to, if you've only just joined me, I have been speaking to Manuel. He's the principal of the German school in Pretoria. And we've been talking about raising our children multilingual. And I say on purpose multilingual, not bilingual, because more often than not, it's more languages. And this is exactly what he was saying about the German school as well, that it is actually more than just English and German. There's French and um there's also Afrikaans. So it's a very big community of people happening. And as he mentioned, and again, this is I'm um, talking about the German school in specific because it's my frame of reference, of course, and my expert. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me today. It was really nice having you here. Um, and to get to know you a little bit more as well on that um, regard and to learn more about the German school, even more than what I already knew. So thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, the reality is, is that we live in a global world. You might think that teaching your baby or your child multiple languages um, that's only spoken in South Africa would not help with this. But the reality is, is that studies show that re raising bilingual children, even not even multilingual people, find it easier to learn multiple languages. There's many benefits to r raising multilingual families, improved communication and understanding. Compared to monolingual children, multilingual children are exposed to a more diverse social experience. As a result, multilingual children often become adept at considering other people's perspectives, making them more effective communicators. And who doesn't need that in this <laughs> world we live in? It obviously also gives them a heightened linguistic recognition. Um, more languages your baby is exposed to, the higher their chances of learning a new language. I've mentioned this before. It has an enhanced cognitive abilities for your child. This includes things like reasoning, planning, problem solving. All are enhanced through learning multiple languages. Studies suggest that multilingual children often have better executive functioning skills than their monolingual counterparts, particularly related to areas of um, monitoring. It's obviously my guest, my expert manual also told us that is that you have greater job opportunities. We live in a global society. And if your child has the chance to go explore the world by, for instance, going to the German school and being able to go study in Europe, why not give them that opportunity if you have it, of course. But it will give them, if they are exposed to more languages, an advantage in the future. Um, the international business community considers the ability to communicate in more than one language an indispensable tool for relationship building um, and financial success. A very big one is the fact, and the last one I want to share with you, is that in the end of the day, in our diverse um, society, having multilingual children increases our cultural awareness and sensitivity, something that we all can learn from. As always, it's been a wonderful show with you. Um, thank you for joining me. And remember, the world is changed by your example, not by your opinion. Let's lead by example for our children. Thank you for joining me today. Until next time, enjoy your day.